Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show was made possible by our patrons, so if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash twotownsover. Um, if you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash ttopod, uh, and if you would share us around and give us five-star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Did his penis slurp it like spaghetti? The fact that I'm being compared now to the fucking... Just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and then Nick would pick up where he left off. For sure. <laughs> he would wait for his dad to get carted off, and then there, the, the plan would be that he would absolutely start... Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would definitely. It would be like a two man op. It would be great. All right, hi everybody. Welcome to t- Corner Cafe Gossip. Um, I'm Don. I'm you know. Mm-hmm. I'm Josh, aka Sticky Butthole. Okay, so we had so much fun with last week's uh, um, bleh, Darwin Awards. We decided we're going to do it again. So the first story What's is... What's going to be next week's? We'll never know, because this is the last episode. The Darwin losers, people who did stuff that was just so good. Slim foreskin oh. and sticky oh. butthole. I'm uh, asking... I, I don't know. Sweaty ball sack? Sweaty <laughs> ball sack. No. No, that's too easy. All right. Mm-hmm. So in honor of an old story, we've got another story with a similar vibe. This is from May 13th, Dick 1998. Schwitz. And the story is called Younger Brother. The story is called Mr. Happy's Bath Vacuum. I don't like that. Is this that same story about that one kid? It's a different story. All right, cool, good. There's apparently not much to occupy residents of Long uh, Long Branch during the warm May evenings. A 51 year old man decided to satisfy his fantasy of robotic love by seeking sexual gratification with his vacuum cleaner. Most men would think twice before poking a valuable organ into a vacuum. But this optimistic fellow had no safety qualms. And besides, using a vacuum cleaner had all the appealing aspect of tidying up his mess afterward. I have a question. What? Why do people think that's how that works? (laughs) I also really don't like tidying up his mess afterwards. I really just hate that. I hate those words in that order in this context. I'm not going to worry about that in particular. I'm just going to gloss over that one. It's all worry about it enough for both of us. Good. So I do need to know why do people think that that is how vacuums or sex works? I'm sorry. I just read ahead. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to have to be a short one. Don made the perfect face for something. <laughs> oh, such genuine joy. So our horny hero didn't realize that the suction on his handheld Singer A6 was created by a blade whirling just beneath the hose attachment. <gasps> no way! No, 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 no. Again, why do people think vacuums work a different way than that? Adjacent to the collection, uh, adjacent to the collection bag. His search for pleasure was cut short <laughs> seconds after he. S- <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and now he's slim foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so sorry. Okay. 
Uh, after that experience, he might also be sticky butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was cut short after he stuck his penis into the vacuum and the blade lopped off part of his glands. With a, st- <laughs> with a sense of loss, he staggered to the with phone. With a sense of loss? <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. I just want you all to picture, once it is healed, just a flat <laughs> cylinder with a hole in the front. <laughs> call, call, call that bitch flathead. <laughs> so, he didn't even get his drill bit. <laughs> so with a sense of loss, he staggered to the phone and called the police. He told them he had been stabbed in his sleep. Oh, great. (laughs) Nah, son. (sighs) When police pointed out suspicious evidence, the victim claimed not to remember the incident. Surgeons at Mammoth Medical Center stopped the bleeding, but were unable to reattach the half-inch severed part. Though the man is still alive, his ability to reproduce has been curtailed by both his injury and his proclivity for household appliances. And they they really said this man was a freak, so he never got laid again. Right. Yep. <laughs> and there's a little uh, side thing. Events such as this are common in Germany. A graduate dissertation at the University of Munich details many of such injuries and includes case studies and interviews with the involuntary volunteers. These Those the, interested can the read... involuntary volunteers? Yes. They were... <laughs> in other words, the, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They, you can read the article "Penis Verschletzung bei Masturbation mit Schraubstrigen Themeras" by Michael Alshibahe. If you fuck a vacuum, your dick will get cut. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> oh my god! Hey Germany! Hey Germany! Hey Germany! <laughs> I'm gonna need you to back the fuck off. Oh, what man. the fuck is going on over there, bud? I, you, we know we we remember that it was rough. <laughs> but like there's better ways we've discussed this before what are you doing so <laughs> this is a darwin word common he said joshua yes, he said common, common. yeah common i'm gonna need a definition a, of common yeah there is a there like is how a many fucking per capita enough for a cake for a fucking <laughs> dissertation paper to be written i'm gonna say that's at least 15 in a year <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah, All right, easily. So for yeah. Oh, this is from to 19- get in- interviews with enough of them because like you can still refuse an interview if you've been injured, but like to get enough interviews, like that's wild. I've never understood the vacuum thing either. I have to say it can't because be good. it's just pure suction. Like it you cannot need be good. You need some friction. Number one, friction. Number two, it would. It, it, okay, to achieve the effect you want, you need it to be pulling quite hard. And if you manage to get that to happen, uh, that's just going to hurt. Right. It's just going to hurt. It's just going to hurt. Also, you have hair, which is, that's going to hurt, too. Like, <laughs> you got to, like, okay. You got to think this through. Yeah. Something tells me you two are thinking a little too much on this. No, it's, we are smart enough before. to have avoided this situation, Don. This it's, is why we're sitting in these right. chairs. And like. that's why like, I always see it, and I'm like, why did you even think that that was going to be good? Right. Oh, good. Don's found another winner. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> What's the name of the story? Scrotum Self Repair. Is this the guy with the pliers? No. This is 1991, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. This is a true story based on a medical report and contains disturbing descriptions. Cool. Warning. Listen at your own risk. So I guess a two drink minimum on this story. Sponsored. Hashtag whatever the fuck. Sponsored by CW Spirits. That's the one. You see, go to CW Spirits. Use the code CTOPOD at checkout. And they have uh, free uh, shipping on orders $150. Uh, for real though, drink responsibly. Yes. Way more responsibly than anyone in any of the stories you hear <laughs> on our fucking podcast. That's so, for sure. One morning, a doctor was summoned to the emergency room by the head nurse, who directed her to see a patient who had refused to describe his problem more specifically than to request a doctor who took care of men's troubles. The patient was pale, feverish, and obviously uncomfortable, and had, a little, had little to say as he gingerly opened his trousers to expose a bit of angry red meat and black and blue scrotal skin. Hi, when, I'm Josh, a.k.a. Angry Red Meat. <laughs> <laughs> the mom would say the whole sentence again, please. Uh, That's was, like three intros for me right there. <laughs> he had little to say as he gingerly opened his trousers to expose a bit of angry red meat and black and blue scrotal skin. I'm black and blue scrotal skin, for sure. <laughs> so the nurse left the two men in private. And the patient permitted the doctor to remove his trousers and two or three yards of foul-smelling stained gauze wrapped around his tender scrotum, which was swollen to the size of a grapefruit. A jagged laceration oozing pus and blood extended down the left scrotum. Amid the matted hair, skin, and pus, the doctor spotted some half-buried dark linear objects and interrogated the patient on their identity. Several days earlier... The man allowed that he had injured himself at work in the machine shop, and he had closed his laceration with a staple gun. No! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I knew it was coming, and I just... The further implication here, you've used a staple gun before. Yeah. They need to be against something else. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to yell. It's just... Mm -mm. I don't like it. (laughs) Um, The linear objects were one-inch staples used to mount Wahlberg. An inch! Yeah. Oh, my God! The the medical staff. I know an inch is not big in terms of dicks, but like in terms of staples, that's giant. Yeah. So the medical staff x-rayed the patient's scrotum to locate the staples and gave him tetanus antitoxin, broad spectrum antibiotics, and hexachlorophene. Yeah, hexachlorophene sit bath prior to surgery the next morning. Eight rusty staples were excised. Oh. The left testicle. Eight. eight. Eight of them. Yep. Yeah, so eight inches of metal. This is a real thing that really a, ba- a man did to yes. himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bro, <laughs> listen, I don't know how you don't pass out from the shock of the fucking, whatever the accident was, mm-hmm. to cut your shit open. 
And you don't pass out from blood loss, which is incredibly lucky when you cut something down in your uh-huh. groin area. That shit is that's dense. Did we find out what caused the initial damage? It does. It does not say. It just says it was a machinery. Something happened with a piece of machinery. Probably something. Probably like a saw blade or and something. He was trying exploded. to fuck a vacuum. <laughs> Definitely, but like from not to pass out from pain or blood loss, and then the first staple. And then the second staple, and then six more motherfucking staples? <laughs> I remember when I, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to confess. I remember when I got my nipple pierced. You have your nipple pierced? Not anymore. I oh. did when I was in my early, like, 20, like, 21. I've been watching a lot of videos about body modification, and it turns out that it can be a really effective form of um, helping with uh, body dysmorphia, a thing which I struggle with daily. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've been so... thinking about what might we'll talk about it later so i i did it to impress a girl of course you and did. she told does. me she had her belly button pierced and she told me you know i jokingly well not jokingly i wanted to go to wet and wild uh-huh and i and i wanted her to go with me and i was like look either we're gonna go to wet and wild or i'm gonna get something pierced and she got this evil smile on her face she goes i want to see you get something pierced i was like okay well i was still living at home at the time uh-huh and my parents had said, if you come in with an earring, we're ripping it out. So I knew ears, nose, anything on the face, out. There was no way I was going to pierce my dick. Sure. No, and, that's like starting with a face tattoo. You should yeah, not right. do that. Yeah. Like, and then I don't even think a piercer would probably do that for you. Probably not. Most of them would be like, listen, piercing. unless the whole rest of your shit is done, we need to like you start. That's last. That's like know? I saw a tattoo artist that was saying uh, most artists won't do a face tattoo un- until you tattoos. already have a significant portion of your body devoted to being a degenerate. Yeah. They're literally. It's yeah. Oh, while you guys were talking, I read ahead. We will find out what happened. Oh, good. How he got injured. But let good, me finish good, the story. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it also falls in line with what we I talked about. I forgot we were talking about the most horrific description of an injury that I've ever heard. <laughs> so it actually falls with what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago about me not being cool with blood. Uh-huh. So That's not true. I've heard way more gruesome descriptions on this very podcast. Well, no, but I'm saying it goes in line with, oh, you're saying about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, so it wasn't him. And I thought that a belly button ring, that's more of a girl's thing. Yeah, sure. So it left nipple. It is definitely more feminine. Yeah. Especially for your time. Yeah. So I said I'd get my nipple pierced. Even for Um, now, I think. Yeah. And she told me over and over again. um, Which, do what you want, by the way. I'm not here to tell anybody nothing. No judgment. It's it's just a more feminine feminine versus masculine thing as a general rule. It just feels more feminine to me. So so she told me don't eat beforehand because it'll make you sick. So I didn't eat. So I went on an empty stomach. I might fucking get my belly button pierced. We get there. and I'm too scared. um, Guy sits me down in the chair and he rubs uh, betadine on my nipple. And this bitch, and I can call her a bitch, I'm being nice, not using the the next letter of the alphabet, told me that they numb the area they're about to pierce. Uh Uh-huh. So when he was rubbing the betadine on me, I was like, oh, is that the numbing agent? The man looked at me like I had just said, oh, will you blow me? He was like, uh, no, we don't numb. So he goes and he pulls out the needle and the needle was fucking huge. Yeah, they are. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Okay. And he's like, just look away. So I look away nah, and I, don't I, feel do that. It, I feel it go in and I immediately feel like I'm going to vomit. Uh-huh. It hurts Excuse so me. bad. And I couldn't look. I was just sitting there keeping my eyes closed. And then all of a sudden I heard the man say this fucking grizzled professional piercer 
I heard him say, oh my God. And I said, what? He's like, I have never seen anybody bleed this much before. And he was fucking with you for sure. No, I open my eyes and look at my chest. My whole chest is covered in blood. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. And I almost vomited what I had nothing. So I guess it was a good thing that she lied to me and told me not to eat anything. Yeah. But she was just being a torturous little whore. That's sadistic. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up. But I actually found out later from a stripper that I knew. Hey, anyone, (laughs) don't do that to someone you're dating. No. So uh, this stripper had both her nipples, her belly button, and thing pierced the the final bastion the final bastion of piercing she had that pierced as well Uh and i asked her how badly does it hurt she goes it didn't hurt that bad but she said that she had multiples done in one day Ooh, that must have. and she said each time they went to the next one the pain was that much more yeah which brings us back to the story about stapling this is where i'm yeah Yeah. yep the pain is just gonna fucking intensify a hundred percent that's like if you try to go in and get your whole fucking body tattooed, you'll die. Like, you'll just, you might not die, but, like, it'll fucking be the worst mm-hmm. month of your life. Yeah. Like, it, that's like burning your whole skin off. You know what I'm saying? Like, so oh. so eight rusty staples were excised. How did he not pass out? Mm. The left testicle had been torn off and was missing. <laughs> But the stump, I just made Ruben put the pipe down. I'm just trying to, like, I'm really trying to think of how this man did not die of blood loss over a number of days, like, after having mutilated himself so badly. Normal staples are not, especially as they're rusting out, they're yeah. not going to hold. They're, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get any, you're just fucking it up more. Well, apparently three yards of gauze helped. Yeah. I guess. I mean, that's, it was. That's nine did say, feet of gauze. did that's, say that there was oozing pus. So, I mean, it was infected. So, the left testicle, okay. That's uh, the best case scenario, He was probably very close to death. Oh, yeah. So, the left testicle was missing, but the stump of the spermatic cord was recovered and stitched shut. It was still open, huh? Yeah. Wow. Convalescence was uneventful, and before his release a week later, the patient confided his story to the doctor. Here we go. Oh, shit. An unmarried loner, he rarely lunched with his co-workers. Finding himself alone at noon, he had begun the regular practice of masturbating by holding his penis against the canvas drive belt of a large piece of machinery. Mm, I almost (laughs) really... Holy shit. What the fuck? Okay, y'all finish this... Uh, Will just got here. I'm going to go let him know. Okay. One day is he... Sharknado's own... Uh, Sharknado 3's, 3's Will, Will Wiley, Wiley yes, is and, here. And uh, Sharknado 3 and... I forget the name of the movie, but he's Puma Man to me now. Um, Puma Man? Yeah. He'll explain I, it. Yeah. So one day as he approached orgasm, he lost his concentration and leaned too close to the belt. Jesus. <laughs> his scrotum suddenly became caught between the pulley wheel and the drive belt, and he... <laughs> Listen, everybody with a, with a ball sack has sat on that bitch once or twice before. And I'm just thinking about, like, if, you know, you've, you've, uh, ladies and gentlemen, him. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's his eye. Is, uh, yeah, let's yeah, get him set up. He's set up. Uh, while we, while we mentioned to Josh that this man had, had uh, gotten his, uh, his scrotum. 
caught in between the belt and a pulley. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so I he literally sex with heavy machinery. Oh, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a quick catch up, this man uh, mutilated his he, you know, from masturbation mutilated his own junk and then stapled himself eight times with a fucking staple gun and then came into the hospital days later. <laughs> Are we talking about like the Pain Olympics from 4chan or something? <laughs> oh my god! Is this what it is? This is 100% what it is, isn't it? I remember wrong? I mean, I just got here. I don't know what's going on. No, no. This is the, the whole different thing. <laughs> Holy bud. <laughs> this is the Darwin Awards. <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's wrap this up. because This is only two stories. We're almost 20 minutes. Holy <laughs> Fuck, bud. Uh, so Will, we deserve Will. Will deserves a story. Okay. Well. May I have a story? Yes. Yeah, we'll I love the story. story, and then we'll do another story. Uh, is is so... Will registering on the thing? Hello, it's me. Sharknado Three is Will Wiley. Mm, yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> All right. I'm back. <laughs> so his scrotum suddenly became caught between the pulley wheel and the drive belt, and he was thrown into the air, landing a few feet away, unaware that he had. Bro, <laughs> do you know how fucking strong that machine gotta be to? Throw you in the air via your ball sack. <laughs> How strong is this ball sack? Not goddamn strong enough from the descriptions we've been hearing. Strong. Oh. Most of it was gone. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna need water. Um, unaware that he had lost his left testes and too traumatized to feel much pain, he stapled the wound closed and resumed work. <laughs> Wait, that's a hard worker. Wait. Hey, hey, that's a hard worker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let me t- let me just can I just say this? Listen, uh, this story proves that there is no such thing as post nut clarity. Because True. this motherfucker should have been clear as a goddamn bell and gone to the hospital. And yet, so we can only assume he abandoned the method of self gratification. Let me see if I and any other form of it, apparently, because his shit was gone. Man's not getting gratified for anything. Henceforth. <laughs> oh my god, One bro! I like walking into that conversation. Just no, <laughs> yeah. no context. Uh-huh. Man's scrotum all up in his the motor of some pulley. Some, some pulley. Yep. Uh, and he's just like, "Yep, this is great." Uh, once I'm finished here, I'm gonna staple it up and get back to work. Uh huh. Gotta tend, tend the cows. I don't know what he does. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Last story specifically for Sharknado 3's Will Wiley. Hi, I'm Sharknado 3's Will Wiley. It we is from 1999, <laughs> and it is called Jump Rope Blues. Oh, no. <laughs> While working in the operating room as a surgical technician, I had occasion to assist a surgery on a guy who was experiencing extreme pain in his lower abdomen. When we disrobed him to prep him for surgery, we noticed the tip of a round blue object sticking out of his urethra. The doctor palpated his bladder and determined that there was definitely something odd in there. So we opened up his pelvis and found his bladder bulging with a tangled mass of blue. When we opened his bladder, a serious procedure as they tend to leak after being stitched or stapled shut, we extracted about six feet of knotted nylon jump rope. What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? How do you even get that much up there? <laughs> Did his penis slurp it like spaghetti? <laughs> That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting at. Like, like an, it's just like, like a small an anteater. Time. Yeah. Like, just... Yeah. So the guy had evidently decided to cut the handles off of the rope 
and slide it into his urethra. Fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah. Once and he, he worked, got it all the way to the bladder. Knotted. Once he worked a foot or two. That's of, what I'm saying, Josh. How did he get a knotted rope? No, it got knotted once it was inside. Oh, I yeah. see. How? Yeah. how oh. Uh-huh. That's like, you know, you know how headphone cords? <laughs> I think we just, this is the book we need to read from from now on. Yeah, obviously. We're done with it in like a month because we just can't stop. Oh my God. Holy Um, shit, dude. Once once he had worked a foot or two of the semi-rigid coil into his bladder, it naturally began to unwind and twist into a convoluted mass. The end of the rope slipped through a coiled loop, and when he tried to pull the pull, he excised his exercise equipment out of his bladder, the coils <laughs> tightened around the free end and created a huge knot. Try it yourself. Most Don't. No! <laughs> Is that in the book? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, most... I thought that was a Don original. No. Oh my God. Most fishermen... Who just... wrote this book? Because we need them on our podcast. Out of pocket of shit. <laughs> do it. Do it. Try it. Hey, yourself. do you want to do this? You Don't can. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Most fishermen know several knots that tie by coiling a line and passing the bitter end through its own loops. Needless to say, the guy paid dearly for his little experiment in autoerotica and probably will never experience the joy of a jump rope in quite the same way. Fun. Was that his first time doing that? I don't know. It had to have been. He, dude. I feel like he was very proficient at it. I feel like there's an escalation. Here. No, you know what? Yeah. You're right. Like, You're right. Surely... It had to have started with like string. Yeah. <laughs> Before it was something yeah. small, easy. Like, let me put a little bit of some some like some, like, some a, like a guitar string or like something. Guitar oh, string. God, fuck no. I, something I, I something think... that's flexible enough but stiff to push it. Put some what yarn is... in here just to. He yeah. was working his way up to the guitar string. Oh. oh God. You gotta get it calloused before you can do the guitar string. You start with the high E, you work your way to the low E. Oh my god. Okay, Google. <laughs> How do I callous my urethra? How can I toughen her up down there? Google said, uh, don't. You can't hear it. I've activated someone's Google in the next room. It's figuring it out. It was all the way downstairs, and yes. it was trying to answer you. Okay, oh, Google. Literally all the way downstairs. No, stop. Okay, Google. No, Google, no. How no, do no. you callous your urethra? It comes up which came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, there you go. <clears throat> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I oh, my callous. God. I have such a headache from laughing so hard now. Yeah. You need a goodies powder? I need water. I don't have have water. Any water, no. This looks like water. It looks like water, but that'll just make my (laughs) headache worse. It will. Scar tissue, which can narrow the urethra, can be due to a medical procedure that involves inserting an instrument, such as an endoscope, into the urethra. Such as an endoscope. Uh, Such as. uh, Intermittent or a long-term use of a tube inserted through the urethra to drain the bladder, trauma or injury to the urethra or pelvis. So basically, if you fuck up, you can scar it. Ah. But it sounds like that's the goal because he needs it tough and, you know. But it can also narrow it so then he wouldn't have been able to get that nylon up there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I guess, yeah, it's he ends at the, low, uh, the high E string. Yeah. So we're going to wrap this up. And for anybody who's wondering why we're talking all this crazy 60, 60, 
sick sex stuff. Mm. It's because our subject for this week's and next week's midweek, our main episode, I'm sorry, will be the one and only Aleister Crowley, uh, master of the just the pure debauch sex, sex magic. magic. So we're going to wrap this up. Uh, I always imagine that he sounds exactly like Jermaine Clement. I don't know who Jermaine Clement is. From uh, Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords, yeah. Oh. See, all the whole time I was actually... Let's do some sex because magic. Because I do have... <laughs> it's business time with sex and magic. I yeah. do have two of his poems in the script. Good. Oh, good. And my whole time, I was going to read it as Aleister Crowley, and it was going to be like, when blah, blah happened, blah, blah, blah. that's how I, in my mind, pictured him. And just out of curiosity, I looked up on YouTube any audio recordings of Aleister Crowley. Uh-huh. He sounds like a British Mickey Mouse. No. Oh, my yes. God. Yes, he has a really high voice. Is that why everyone hated him? Uh, no, everyone hated him because of the sex magic. <laughs> the sex magic? <laughs> All right, guys. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening to us. I am Don. I'm a biblically accurate eldritch creature of some sort today. I've been, what, what was it, angry red meat? Angry red meat. Josh, <laughs> a.k.a. Also, angry red meat. Also, uh, sticky butthole, I think you said. Yeah, sticky butthole at the <laughs> sticky beginning. Sticky butthole. And we want to thank uh, oh, yeah, Sharknado Street. Black and blue scrotum. Black and blue scrotum, yeah. We want to thank Will Wiley for joining us at the very end. He will. You will hear more from him. Uh, actually, you will have already heard more from him by the time you hear this one. But you get the idea. We record. We are time travelers. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.